thewellnesscouch.com, streaming wellness into your lives. Welcome to the Wellness Guys Show with wellness experts Dr. Lawrence Tam, Dr. Damian Kristoff, and Dr. Brett Hill. Welcome to the Wellness Guys. I'm Lawrence Tam. I'm Damian Kristoff. And I'm Brett Hill. And this is the Wellness Guy Show, a weekly show dedicated to bringing wellness into our lives. Brett, I almost forgot you there. <laughs> it's great to find <laughs> you. <laughs> Ouch. 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 Because we haven't seen you in a while. We, it's, uh, on, on the podcast, it's great to have all three of us on. It's just I amazing. No, I had someone comment to me on the week. They're like, during the week, they're like, where have you been? Have you, you got replaced. You got replaced. I'm back. I'm back. Oh, dear. I reclaimed my place. That went yeah. south, didn't it? That little joke. <laughs> Let's not do that again, boys. <laughs> there is no breakup, just There's to be no sure. No breakup. I thought it was funny. Yeah. <laughs> I like. <it. laughs> oh dear, the fallout was like Hiroshima. It was unbelievable. It was, uh, oh, well, it's it's nice to know that people care. People though. love you, Bretto. People it's love nice you. You're not replaceable. I think so. Just people, um, for those who are not in on the joke, there was a Facebook message that went around that Brett was being replaced um, by someone. So we that and that went kind of you know. Uh, viral viral for a little while <laughs> and people were sort of saying oh so sad to see and da 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 and yet you know it was all a joke and uh yet it wasn't by us but you know it happened and uh, yeah. but it's all fixed now so just letting yeah, you know a couple, people, a couple of people said that's awesome i know who you are i remember <laughs> <laughs> you know it was funny too it was, it was amazing and this is human behavior is that some people said oh that's awesome congratulations and then in the background, they're having chats going, I can't believe they got rid of bread. I can't believe they did that, right? You know? So there was like all kinds of, that's human behavior for you, isn't it? Like some people, this is all about the pleasing part of it. Yeah. Um, which is, sort Facebook. of brings us to our thing, which we're going to talk about today, isn't it? Like everyone wants to please people. Absolutely. Mm. Absolutely. Well, we were having chats off air, as we do, because we're good friends. We chat about all sorts of things, just about, about priorities. You know, one of the things that's going on at the moment is there are nominations going on for board members for the Chiropractic Association of Australia. Yep. And it's one of those jobs that's really, really important. That, you know, the direction of our profession at the moment, particularly within the current context of, you know, where things are going with chiropractic and where things are going with, you know, the, the pressure, I guess, against chiropractic, the media, um, pressure that comes in at the moment as well, a whole range of things. You know, it's it's a tough time at the moment to be an alternative health practitioner, and there's a lot of pressure bearing down on what you can and can't do, what you can and can't say, and so it's a really important time. And all of us feel like it's a really important time, and it's a really important time for someone to step up for the chiropractic profession. Yet at the same time, as we were discussing it, you know, we we have individual circumstances in each of our own lives, which makes it very difficult for us to be that person. And and we also recognise that. You can't be all things to all people. You know, there, there are always going to be things in your life that you would love to do. Um, but at some stage, you have to prioritize. You have to figure out um, what's, in, what's most important to you, what you're going to do, what you're going to let go, what you're going to stop doing. And, you know, certainly this has been a journey for me over the last few years. You know, at one stage, I was president of the Chiropractic Association in South Australia. I was also the president of my cricket club. Uh, I was playing outdoor cricket. I was playing indoor cricket. I was running a chiropractic practice. I was co-hosting two podcasts. You know, I had so many things going on. And, and one of the things, as you mentioned, Damo, people-pleasing, one of the things I had to learn was that I couldn't be such a people-pleaser because I was going to burn out and, uh, and that I had to decide what things really were my, most, my highest values, what things were going to be the most important things for me to take on and, and make better decisions about that. So we thought that this would be a, 
a discussion that would really resonate with listeners on the Wellness Couch because, you know, whether you're single, whether you have a family, whatever your work situation is, we all encounter these situations where there are multiple things that you would love to be doing um, and and you can't be all things to all people without burning yourself out, so you have to make a choice. So I thought it'd be great for us to have a little chat about how to make that choice. Um, Lawrence, I think you're great at this, so maybe I'll throw over to you and you can add your insights before we jump to Damo. Well, I think one of the key things is that it, 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 this applies to anybody. I think it's not just about, you know, obviously we're setting up the context of the story of us talking about the chiropractic association, but it could be as simple as, um, you know, when opportunities comes to you, you know, to each of every single one, it could be a small one, it could be a large one. It's like, when is it a good idea to take on an opportunity and when is a good idea not to take an opportunity. Uh, sometimes it's something to our benefit, but sometimes it's just like the, you know, the obligation or that's something you should do or shouldn't do. And that's a real big challenge. And I think that it, it happens to us, I think, daily, <laughs> to be honest with you. There's opportunities all the time. Um, sometimes I think- it's just as simple as, have you got time for a quick chat or do you want to catch up for coffee? You know, like it doesn't have to be a huge thing, does it? No, it isn't. Like it could be just yeah, exactly. A phone call. You know, can I can I call you or can I pick your brain or can I have a coffee over you? Can I have dinner? Like all those things take time. And every time we try to please someone, um, we are actually not fulfilling what necessarily fulfilling our needs. And uh, and I know it's easier said, um, you know, out loud and as given advice, but to actually do that can be very very difficult. And especially when. Um, we are almost trained to be people pleasers. Yeah. And, uh, and I think one of the key things here is that it, for every opportunity that we take on, um, that's a missed opportunity that allows us to take on elsewhere. Like, does, I hope that makes sense. So, it, you know, every time we have a coffee with someone, you're taking time away from doing things or another opportunity could pop out pop up that we couldn't utilize. I've I've heard Um, you talk about that before when you're talking about life balance, Lawrence. mm -hmm. And and you were saying that there's no such thing as life balance. There isn't. I I don't believe in life balance. I don't think there's such thing as balance. I think there's uh, equilibrium where there's constant flux of change, where there's everything, there's no such thing as a balance between, you know, of uh, work and life, for example. There's always a flux that you can only focus on one thing at a time, which means that, you know, if you focus on, say, uh, just say Brett asked me to have dinner with him and and he wanted to chat about something and now I go and do that. Fat chance, fat chance. Yeah, he always always rejects me. Imagine Brett actually asking you for dinner. Yeah. Um, you know, I'll, 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 and if I go and do that, but if something happens, like something, another opportunity comes up, I have, I, you know, because of the integrity that I have, I made a commitment to someone, then I'm going to keep that commitment, which means I'm, I'm have to sacrifice something else. So I can only focus on one thing at the same time. I can't be, you know, uh, writing an email and also have a chat with Brad at the same time. I can't be doing something else here uh, as I'm recording this and go on Facebook. Like I know Damien has those skills, but I definitely don't have those skills. Uh, Lawrence, so I, you were writing an email two minutes ago while you were talking to us. Yeah, but I wasn't talking to you. <laughs> I told you what I was doing, and I said, I'll be on in a second. That's what I was telling you. I know you can do retyping. <laughs> so funny. I know. It, it does, I've actually had to put myself on mute because I didn't want my typing to be too loud, but I have been listening. Uh, 107 uh, attendees now coming to the Wellness Summit, guys, and this, this call will go out after the Wellness 100. Summit's actually... Did Sorry, you say 107? 100? I meant to say 807. That's what I meant to say. Oh, no, you've changed. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I want to add a zero to that. Look <laughs> at that, hey. Usually, usually we're trying to get Damo to take a zero off. Yeah, that's right. 
But that's exciting, isn't it, boys? Hey, um, I get your point. Like, I get your point. I'm, I'm not, maybe I'm going to play a little bit of devil's advocate here. And I know this, this is all about people's expectations. I want to know, like, okay, yeah, I get the whole priority thing. And I hear some people say, oh, it's not right for me at this time. Or, you know, it's not the right time in my life to be doing these sorts of things. But in a situation where, like, I'm a big vision kind of guy, so I will take on lots of things, and I do say, tend to say yes to more things than what I should say yes to, um, and I don't like being shooted all over, and I know that lots of people do shoot on other people, but I don't like being shooted on. With, with a big vision, guys, at what point do you let your vision take over your decision-making versus what is going to personally serve you in the immediate sense? So I'm talking, mm. you know, a bit prophetically here and maybe a little bit uh, idealistic here looking at uh, where we are with the situation with the CAA like I know okay big vision th- something big needs to happen it's not yeah. the right it's definitely not the right time for me right now however I go jeepers like if I don't do it who will well that's exactly what I was about to say don't if not me then who and yeah. that's that's the other that's the other flip side to it isn't it that that sometimes you know it's a bit like oh well an extreme example of it is like you know when people when there was racism going on, you know, and, and if everyone just sort of ignored it and kept their head down and didn't do anything about it, then it would just keep going on. You know, it's like, I can't I'm trying to remember what the quote is, but, you know, but to turning a blind eye to that, you know, you're, you're just as bad, you know, you're not contributing to the solution. And so sometimes if we all just get lost in our own little bubble and say someone else is going to do it, then, then maybe no one else does it. So I totally get where you're coming from, Damon. I, I think this is the struggle we're talking about is that there's this constant well, for me at least anyway, there's this constant battle in my head of, well, these things need to be done and this is not right and there are injustices in the world and there are, you know, there are things that need to be rectified and someone's going to have to do it. And if everyone thinks like me and just focuses on their own little patch, then who is going to do it? I, I, I don't know the answer to that, Damo. I, th- I think I battle with this all the time. Maybe Lawrence has got an answer for us. Oh, I don't have an answer because the, it, it depends on the situation. Like we're, you know, obviously you're you're pinpointing on one this particular situation with regards to CAA, but it's going to differ um, depending on the situation itself, the choice of the opportunity, and also the people involved, right? So, um, yeah, I mean, if you put it in the context of racism, for example, like that's a that's a pretty big thing, and it still goes on today, right? Yeah, and and so like we, we can't we if we're going to compare things, we have to make sure we compare it to the right context, and I do agree, it, and that's what I'm saying. There's no right answer to this because every situation is different, and I think when what we need to evaluate here is um, is is not just about yes, the vision is important. I think the the outcome of that is important, and waiting for someone to act um, before you act. Uh, is is you need to consider that. I think there was a whole psychology. I remember learning in Psych, psych 101 about this, you know, where a woman in the alley was, um, I think, was being uh, raped and murdered and she was screaming and mm. it was nearby an apartment building and all these people just sort of turned the lights on, but no one actually called 911. No one did anything for it. And because it's almost like, oh, someone else will call. I can't remember what that um, paradox is or that syndrome, yeah. but, it, but there is that psychology test that that was actually done, right? And that happens all the time. There's there's this complacency with amongst people to actually not act at all. Um, well, and a, a cheerier example of that, Lawrence, was that video that was going around on YouTube, which was all about how to start a movement. I don't know if you remember that one. And there was a yes, the guy at the, at the music festival, yep. and then all of a sudden one person gets up and starts dancing. 
And, but it's not until that one person gets up and starts dancing that anyone dances. But once one person's up, and you know, this will be Monday, this will go live after the Wellness Summit. But I'm hoping to be that person at the Wellness Couch Awards starting off the dance floor because that'll be good. The music, um, the music is going to be great. So, uh, well, I hear it's going to be great, Damien. I'm, I'm trusting your judgment. It's going to be and, amazing. Uh, I'm hoping I'm not going to get embarrassed on the dance floor. <laughs> well, that, regardless of the music being great, it will be up to you as to whether or not you get embarrassed. Well, that's true. Yeah, there's a good chance. I'll be, but that's okay. I'm okay with that. That's all right. But but the the point was, you know, it happens from the I guess the negative side, but also the positive side as well, doesn't it? In terms of, you know, sometimes we hold back uh, from making those decisions because we're waiting for for someone else to do it. Well, so. Derek Sivers is the one who actually did that on a TED Talk, and he showed that video. And what was interesting about that particular um, how to start a movement is actually not the first person. The first person is actually not the most difficult. Per, um, uh, thing to do uh, is actually the second person and he talks about that he said the second person is the, who joins in is actually taking the most risk because the first person he just could be a crazy fan a crazy dude like brett who decides yeah. to just dance for the no for no apparent reason but this person next who joins in that craziness is is going to be uh is is the hardest decision to make and so there's a lot of people who have actually created a path the hard the hard part is for people to actually join in and continue that path for them i think that's the hardest part and going talking about you know this this decision making i think it does there's another consideration we need to think about is it is it within your skill set to actually mm. you know to actually activate that particular opportunity like just because it needs to be done like if you don't have the power to execute that whatever that thing is that opportunity then is it right for you to do now in a, in the terms of uh i say racism we talked about there right? it is within our power each of us to stand up right to say something right all it is yep. is fear that stops us from doing it but you we all have the right to to do something about it however in certain circumstances we may not have that opportunity for example like say uh um you know, I'm just going to make something up. Like, so, just say something's happening in another country in a, in, in a far, but we have no stand or have no ability to actually make any influence whatsoever. Then we actually don't, we're not, even though we want to, but we're not actually making a difference because we have no voice in that matter. But that's, and, that's in an environment though, LT. So you, you've always been a champion of suggesting that we um, change our community. You know, one, you know, one, one person at a time within our community, build a community, all that sort of thing. So we can influence those people within our community. You know what I mean? So, yes, it's hard to influence what's happening in environments that's outside of our control, but what is it that is actually outside of our control? Because I'm sure that, um, you know, many any of the greats, you know, we could, we could look at, I don't know, Nelson Mandela, for example, and think about what he felt he was able to influence at the time. And then you look at the reach of it, or Gandhi, you have a look at, you know, his reach, you know, his ability to go, and Mother Teresa, how far her reach was, and I suppose eventually... Okay, let's put that in context. Let's just, just say back in Mother Teresa's days, right? And what if I, if I was, I was a, uh, just say I was a uh, Ford's 100 company or whatever. I'm a top company in America somewhere. I fly to India and I go, Mother Teresa, I think you have powerful, you have such ideals. And I think your influence to my company would do a fantastic job um, to be able to be the head uh, of, uh, I don't know, maybe the CEO of this running this particular company. Could you please join us? What would, what, what, what would Mother Teresa do? Um, I think she'd probably just keep on looking after people. Right, because by taking that opportunity, she'll lose out on the opportunity that she's currently doing what she's best at. The yeah. thing is that the personality comes into place because if just because I take an opportunity, all of a sudden now, if it's not within my skill set, I can actually possibly influence 
other things or other people or other opportunities that actually may fit within my strengths and skill sets that actually have a bigger impact on the whole than taking this opportunity just because no one's standing up for it. So I think we need to consider that. Yeah, and it's not just about whether you can do it, I think, Lawrence. It's about, as you said, whether that's the best use of your skill set. You know, so, uh, you know, Mother Teresa might have been able to start a revolution in South Africa and overthrow the government, but, but Nelson Mandela was probably better at it. You know, Nelson Mandela might have been able to help out sick people in India, uh, but Mother Teresa may have been better. You know, so just because you can do it, like I look at you, Lawrence, as an example, you know, coming back, I know we keep coming back to our chiropractic example, but, you know, Lawrence, you do amazing work in the grassroots with chiropractors, helping them become amazing practitioners and helping them help more people and get more people on board with this chiropractic message. And and that's a huge thing for chiropractic. You know, that's creating an army of people who are supporting and and empowering chiropractic and who will stand up for chiropractic, we hope, in the future. Um, and that's a really powerful thing. And so, you know, if you were to change your focus and become the president of the Chiropractic Association, then you may not be able to hold both of those hats and you certainly wouldn't be able to do it as well as you do now um and so you know we have to decide well you know where's where's the greater good you know it may be that whilst this job is important there's a greater good of you using your genius in your best skill you know using your skill set in your best point of genius and and doing what you do best and and maybe that has a bigger impact on the global community than than doing this other job which whilst it's just as important isn't as well aligned with your skill set did that make sense does yeah. make sense. Yeah, I really like it and I totally agree. What happens when someone needs to be the caretaker? Like, is it possible for someone to step in until somebody steps up? Or what happens if the possibility is that something falls away or falls apart as a result of nobody standing up? Well, I think this is where we can get really, you know, this is what a lot of people will understand, I think, Damo, when, when people are talking about perhaps their health or the health of their families, you know, that people have to make these tough decisions all the time, don't they? That, you know, maybe a family member has gotten sick or, or maybe a family member just needs help that, and then you have to decide, you know, it's either, you know, sometimes someone's got to step up um, and that's, that's when it can be really tough, you know, and it, and it may not be your best skill set, but if, it's, if, it's, if there's no one else there to do it, then, then sometimes you do just have to be that and do that, don't you? So I think it's like Lawrence said before, there's no, there's no right or wrong in this, is there? It's, it's always a battle. And I think that's the reason we started having this discussion is because none of us really know what the right answer is. It's a, it's a constant battle. It's a constant um, argument that you have with yourself as much as with anyone else about um, you know, where's the best use of my time? Where's the best use of my energy? You know, what do I need to – what should I be starting? What should I be stopping? What should I be continuing? Um, well, let's put it back into so a context. Of, so unique. Well, let's put it back to a context of one of our listeners or, or like a listener right now or, you know, someone that we met at the summit. Just say it's a mother um, who has, say, three kids they got to take care of. And, um, you know, her husband flies away a lot. Uh, and she, you know, she has a part-time job, but she also has three young kids she's got to take care of. And typically, you know, I'm being very you know, stereotypical here, but oftentimes it's the mother uh, of this situation would, you know, tendencies to take care of the family. Right. She's the, you know, she's the, she's the person that holds the, she's the glue of the family and she takes care of the family. And then, you know, she knows she wants to, she does have the desire to work out. She has the desire to actually go out there and actually, you know, um, and, and be fit and healthy. But unfortunately with given time constraints and, 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 um, you know, taking care of the kids and, you know, driving them all over, uh, being a taxi driver to, you know, various sports and after school activities, um, where to define the time. And that's the situation that we're talking about, right? Dealing with priorities and how do you actually make an outcome? Now, 
there are solutions to that, but that solution is going to be quite different for everybody else. That, but this is what we're, this podcast is all about. It's about finding priorities. Like how do you look at the priorities of what you're going through and deciding and how do you actually make certain priorities higher than others and then decide and work on times because for what you we were getting to at the beginning brett when you actually mentioned about um, me when there's no balance is that for every priority when you put something else on top of it, there has to be a sacrifice somewhere because we all have limited 24 hours on the clock so which means that for all the things we have to do there has to be certain things that has to be sacrificed based on the things that we do now it might be getting up an hour early it might not be it might be that you have to sacrifice you know 45 minutes of facebook facebook time or it might be that you know you have to possibly hire some help to actually you know do things or might be preparing your meals for the whole entire week well beforehand so that you actually have that time but all of that is priorities and decisions that that person has to go through and make yeah and i think the key to that really i think comes down to understanding your values and understanding your vision because i think the clearer you are on your values and your vision then the easier it is to make that decision about whether that fits in you know the clearer picture you've got of where you want to go moving forwards the easier it is to say well that fits in with my vision that's that's going to move me forward towards my vision or that's not really in alignment with my vision i think the the clearer you are on that sort of stuff the easier it is to make those decisions about what fits and what doesn't I think also the value comes into play too as well. It's that um, someone – like this is why it's tough to kind of give advice, right? Because if I gave an advice that, well, you got to make pri- – if I said to that woman, for example, and say, you have to, you know, you have to make priority. Like you have to make priority for your health and you got to – you have to exercise at least a minimum of you know, half an hour per day, right? You got to do it because that's for your health. That's actually just me pushing my values on her. Right. What, what if that's not her values? Like her values of getting exercise done and being healthy may be important, but it may only be like top four. Like it might fit, uh, you know, four out of the top 10, yep. you know, whereas it's maybe, uh, you know, two out of my top, you know, top two in, my, in the top 10 list, right? Number two on the top 10 list, sorry. So it's, it's about, but then that expectations of me on her is unfair for that person. And so I think we got to be very careful of knowing like, where does the expectation come from? And we got to start looking back on ourselves. We got to look back on ourselves and going, what matters to us, like to me or to you specifically? Because that's who you're living for, really. I know that that sounds selfish, but at the end of the day, we're living for ourselves, really. Mm. And yes, we are here to serve others and we want to help other people, but that creates an outcome for you, which is you feeling great about yourself. Like when someone helps someone, I understand that that's, um, you know, somewhat sort of an unselfish act, but really it is a self selfish act in a sense, because you get a payoff when mother Teresa give, give her, gave her life to serving the poor and the people like she got something in return because, you know, by doing that, she felt the happiness and the joy that we just don't counter that as, as value, but to her, it was value. And you're absolutely right, Lawrence, and I, I understand that there will be people listening to this that are really resistant to that idea uh, because I can remember the first time uh, a coach that I was working with told me that and said that, no, really, everything you do is selfish. And, and I really resisted that. I fought hard against that. And, and the more I thought about it and the more I read about it and the more I came to understand it, the more I realized it was true. And so there, there will probably be lots of people out here listening to that having the same reaction that I did the first time I heard someone say similar sentiments. So I just wanted to acknowledge that and let people know that I get it. Yeah, it's a hard thing. It's a hard call. 
Damo. 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 Yeah, I'm still here. I'm just kind of going, okay, all right. Well, I just heard Damo so quiet. I know. I was going to say, I was like, did we we lose him? (laughs) (laughs) No, I'm here. Look, and I suppose the biggest reason why I'm having such a battle with this is because of what we are faced with at the moment. And I know the whole, I get the priorities thing, and I know the hedgehog, you know, uh, argument. Um, I've got all of those things that go on through your head, and this conversation hasn't made any of my decision-making process any easier. I've got to tell you, boys. Um, with and I know that we didn't set out to do this podcast to just help me out. No, this is a very selfish thing that I'm thinking of. But uh, at the same time, I'm still thinking to myself, what if the cause is bigger than the person? Can there be a situation where the cause is bigger than the person? And in which case? Um, that is where people then do need to stand up. So we're looking at champions of change here in Australia at the moment where we're trying to get um, equality for women, which should be a no-brainer. Like it just, it just doesn't make sense to me that women don't get paid the same amount of men, as men do for the same job. But that just doesn't make any sense to me. They, they think that at this stage it could take up to 100 years at the rate at which we're um, going at the moment in order to achieve equality, it's, which is ridiculous. It, just, it should just be a blanket... Everybody is a person. Every single person is entitled to X, Y, and Z based on this skill set and this job description and so on and so on. That's the way it should work. Yep. That, that's a cause that's going to require a number of different people to step up. Now, yes, there'll be some people that are in positions of influence to be able to step up and have a greater influence. So let's say, for example, the CEO of ANZ will be able to say, well, guess what, everybody? We are now going to continue to pay. We're going to pay all women exactly the same based on their, um, you know, um, achievements or their qualifications uh, will continue to pay superannuation throughout maternity leave and paternity leave uh, so that'll be also paid which, which you know kind of sets the bar high that's ANZ that's a, a bank in Australia that's making a lot of money uh, one of the big four um, but then you've got other people who are less likely to be able to create change Do, does it mean that the people that are less likely to be able to create change shouldn't actually step up and try and make any change it's I don't think as 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 uh as simple as that. I think it's it's is that it's about um, looking at the the possibility of the the values that that person can actually um, has the ability to change to make that change. So going back to um, say the the NZ person, right? Um, you know, there are there are a variety of different things and causes that we could go after. Actually, I, I change context and change stories. I was uh, uh, in a discussion with a friend of mine. Uh, I was walking in Ireland probably about two months ago, and we were just having a chat walking around Dublin. And I was always struggled for the fact about um, charities. There are a lot of things that I would I go. I, I one of the struggles I always had is what charities to support, because there's so many things that I would love to support. But there's also, but that variety of choice then limits me to actually give full support to a certain one particular charity, for example. I mean, there's so many causes that we could all support, but we don't and we can't because it's almost like there's, there's so many, like you talk about women's equality. Yeah, that's a, that's an obviously an amazing cause. Then there's like homelessness, homelessness in youth forgetting about just homelessness in general, but there's also teenagers, like 14, you know, 12 year olds that are living on the streets right now. Then there's racism. And then there's like, you know, things are happening, happening in the Middle East. And there's like all these bombings that just occurred in the home city of where all my staff are. Like just literally at the night markets, just, you know, a few days ago. There's so many things that, um, that, that 
touches our hearts and, um, you know, touches our hearts emotionally. And what do we do about it? Which one are you going to support? Because you can't support them all. And it comes down to the same, you know, fundamental question. What are the priorities? And it's hard to answer that question. And I think what it comes down to is it is about what do you feel most drawn to? Right. And, and, and really is that certain things will draw certain people um, closer to that particular cause in which then ha- leans on their full support for that. Now, giving water to people in, say, Africa doesn't, is not any better or worse than helping the, the homelessness in Sydney, Australia. Right. It's still a, a cause and it's helping someone. If I had to choose, it's, it's about but then I have to choose based on what my values are and where I feel like the most where that money I'm giving to or the time I'm putting into it that's going to have the most effect. And so certain people, I remember reading this book, um, was talking about something called career capital, which means that you, you develop enough capital uh, in your career to be able to make a change or to influence someone or to do something about it. So rather, and, and I think we need to have, we need to evaluate our personal lives and the skills and experience and expertise that we've developed, developed over the, the life that we've already developed to and figure out whether, where can we lean that capital towards that will create the bigger impact uh, in, in people's lives, if that is what you desire. You know, coming back to your original question, Damo, which was, you know, is there a point where you just have to, you know, jump in? And there, there absolutely is a point where, you know, where something, you know, something outside of you becomes even more important. And so, you know, the example that immediately sprung to my mind is if one of my kids got sick and if they needed my 24-hour attention or they weren't going to survive, and if that meant that I couldn't do the wellness guys, if that meant that I couldn't practice as a chiropractor, if that meant that I couldn't do any of the other things in my life, I would sacrifice those things to be there for my kid because they were sick and they needed me there and they weren't going to survive without me. Like it would just be a no-brainer. And so I think what that says is that there is a line there somewhere, isn't there, where where you've got to start – where you start looking perhaps beyond yourself as Lawrence was saying. It's not really beyond yourself because you're doing it uh, because, you know, for your own reasons because you want to be that person and because that's a that's a priority for you. Um, but at the same time, you're you're doing something for the greater good um, that is maybe outside of your skill set. That is maybe um, you know maybe not something that excites you or that you would love. You know, you might be caring for your 80 year old grandma who you know has dementia, and that might be really difficult. That might be hard. That might not be fun. It might not be in your skill set, but but you may choose to do it anyway. Um, so I, th- I think there is a line there somewhere, Damo, and and finding out where that is is tricky, as I think we've discussed. I reckon that at the end of this podcast, there'll be a lot of people thinking, oh my gosh, that that's a bit of a head blow. <laughs> I think we asked more questions than we gave answers. We did ask a lot of questions, but there were some great <laughs> answers in there from ULT. Thank you. Um, I think, you know, in answer to that question there, Bretto, it's probably more where your priorities and your values meet. Um, mm. and, and that's kind of where you jump in. So I think you're right. You know, if the reason or the cause is big enough, then uh, you'll leap and you'll jump and that'll be escalated to number one priority. Mm. I think we, one of the things we'll end us off here is, is, uh, is that we need to remove the expectation of ourselves that there needs to be a, a, a specific step-by-step uh, formula to actually how to create priorities in your life and make decisions um, because there isn't. And if we just let that go and um, 
because that expectation of us having or someone or the wellness guys to provide a step-by-step process to how to make decisions, it's it, it's not as simple as that. There's I so many. We should just give me one though, Lawrence. Yeah, I know. It'd make my life so much easier. <laughs> it would, but then life wouldn't be so much fun. <laughs> And, but I think that's what it comes down to. And uh, I think, you know, one of the key things is that is, is if we can do things without the judgment of others and without the expectation of others and you do things um, because that's what you want to do, then, you know, within the parameters of, of you know, that will fulfill you and, and light you up. I think that's great. And not, that's not about this BS line of going follow your passions because I don't agree with that either. And that was discussed at the Wellness Summit, which you might have missed if you weren't there. But if you were there, then you would know what that is all about. However, I think, you know, this does create more questions um, than answers. But I hope it provides at least some context for people to make better judgments and actually think about things that they might not even have thought about to make those decisions, which is can be very, very difficult. We'll love to hear more on this. If you have a comment on this, please go to our Facebook page, facebook.com, The Wellness Guys, or maybe on this particular podcast, or even create a comment and start a, start a thought process, and we'll be happy to discuss it and uh, talk more about it. And uh, I hope that you can maybe share some of your insights with us so that we can learn and maybe help us make better decisions as well. So while you're there, make sure you like us and go to The Wellness Couch too and like us there. Share this podcast with your friends and families and other strangers you think need a wellness update. And subscribe to us on iTunes. And while you're there, leave a great rating and a comment there and also too um, if you missed the wellness summit then you missed a great event but I'm sure it will be recorded and uh, I'm sure there will be fine ways to um, (laughs) you'll find ways to be able to 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 purchase the DVDs uh, or I mean not the DVDs who who has DVDs nowadays Uh, the recordings of it and so we'll be able to share some of the insights uh, from that event so guys great having all three of us having a chat and uh, we got some great reviews coming up. So uh, be on the lookout for that. So until next week, begin creating wellness into our lives. Lead by example. And let's change the world's health together. Join us next week on The Wellness Guy Show. This has been a production of TheWellnessCouch.com. Check us out on Facebook and join in the conversation on Facebook.com forward slash TheWellnessCouch. Subscribe to each show on iTunes and check us out on Twitter. The Wellness Couch, streaming wellness into your lives. Whilst the Wellness Couch presenter endeavor to provide accurate and helpful information to their listeners, these podcasts cannot take into account individual circumstances and are not intended to be a substitute for health and medical advice from a qualified health professional. You should always seek the advice of a qualified health professional before acting on any of the information provided by any of the Wellness Couch podcasts.